So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites, hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honoured by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be, may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the streets to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When you fast, do not look sombre as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where the thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Good evening. It's nice to see you all. Um, my clergy chums will tell you that uh, I'm not really into wearing clerical robes that much, but this season's collection is, is quite nice. And quite nice because it's got deep pockets and you can conceal quite nice gifts in your pockets or objects. And I bought myself a new trumpet. <laughs> Shall I have my trumpet? It's only four pounds from Tiger. I'm going to annoy you with that trumpet over the next few minutes, but it's okay because it's Ash Wednesday and you'll forgive me. <laughs> Tonight's reading is from the very familiar Sermon on the Mount, and we're, we're slap bang in the middle of it. Chapter 6, verse 1. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. It's so easy, isn't it, to blow your own trumpet. Now, we might think, well, I'm not that sort of person. I don't like to draw attention to myself. Uh, I'd never blow my own trumpet, would I? But the thing is, we all do it from time to time, don't we? Even with the key spiritual disciplines that are outlined here in this passage, we let information accidentally slip in conversation, don't we? You know, we might say to ourselves, or to, to anyone who's listening, well, um, you know, I, I support SYM with a good slice of my uh, income every year, and it's the least I can do. Or we might say to someone who says, you look, uh, you look really tired, Phil. We might say, well, you know, uh, I've, been, um, I've been to every single 24-7 um, prayer movement in the diocese over the last week, and I'm, oh, I'm just exhausted. I need to lie down. Or we, someone might say, well, Phil, you're looking a little bit pasty. You're looking a bit wan. Are you okay? I'm okay. I've just come off a 40-day fast, but I'll be all right once I've had my fry up. And I've had a little sit down. We always let information slip, don't we? And in giving this 
a toot. What we're really after is one of these, <laughs> a medal. Now, I've got a friend of mine, and a few years ago, um, we were uh, chatting together, and uh, I think I was probably giving it a bit of that about all the things that I'd done. And he said to me, what do you want? A medal. And stupidly, I said, uh, yes, please. And I put my head forward, and he pretended to put a medal over me. Now, ever since we've been doing that, every now and then, when we catch one or the other, um, giving it all that about all the things that we've done. And so we say, what do you want, a medal? And then we pretend, we go through this whole rigmarole of putting a pretend medal around the other person's neck. Stupid in one sense, but in another sense, it pulls us up and reminds us that what we really should be doing is keeping that shut and actually practicing secrecy and digging into the presence of God and uh, ensuring that we're doing our best to live for him at the audience of one and him alone. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. Beware. The Greek says, take heed, apply yourself to ensure that you don't blow your own trumpet. Why? Because then Jesus says you have no reward from your Father in heaven. That's quite a warning to us, isn't it? And then Jesus goes on to expand on this warning, as we heard read. But I was thinking, when someone goes around blowing their own trumpet, they do actually get their reward, don't they? They're noticed, they're seen, they're heard by others. It's like they get one of these from people. Now, some might applaud them, saying, well, well done. You're really holy, even if they don't really mean it. Some people might say nothing at all, but inside they're thinking, that person's a right plonker. And others might build them up so much that they end up believing their own spiritual PR. Oh, yes, some reflection. Maybe I, maybe I really am a wonderfully abstemious, prayerful, spiritual, generous kind of guy. Yeah, maybe I am. And Jesus knew the secrets of the human heart. He knew the pitfalls that we so often fall into. You know, I've amassed far too many of these in my life. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. We all have to be so careful, don't we, of appearing holy in public amongst our colleagues at work or, or in our families or at church. And Jesus is telling his followers, here's how you as my disciples, here's how you must approach the absolute essentials of the Christian life. All these essentials are to be embedded within secrecy. And here's what the outcome will be when you do this. You'll get a proper reward. You'll get a reward from my Father. And so let's leave encouraged tonight that as we practice secrecy, the purer our motives become. So here we are tonight, Ash Wednesday again. And I wonder how deep we've all gone in our secret walks of discipleship since last year's Ash Wednesday. Have we been learning to craft the art of self-forgetfulness? You know, practicing secrecy so much that we've even forgotten the stuff that we've done. Or has it all been about for us this and this? What's the last year been like for you? Ash Wednesday is more than just another chance, isn't it, to start Lent again. Yes, it's a season of self-denial as we try to at least contemplate the road of suffering that Jesus took to the cross. 
But crucially, it's also a chance to recalibrate ourselves, isn't it? Our spirituality with what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, a mathetes, as it says in the Greek, an apprentice of the master. It's a chance to self-reflect on what our motives as his followers currently are. It's a chance to lock into the season of Lent and put in place spiritual practices and disciples that will hopefully go beyond just 40 days. Or if you're really hardcore like me, 46 days. Let's have a look then at these three essentials of the secret life of an apprentice. They are giving, praying, and fasting. So giving them. Whenever you give, whenever you give, that implies that you are actually giving. Whenever you give to those who need it, don't blow your own trumpet. Jesus calls those who do hypocrites. Their inward life doesn't match their outward. Everything's done for show. Now, the ancient Greek stage actors wore masks, didn't they? They were known as the hypocrites. They literally hid their true selves behind a false persona. And it's a bit like that with those who flaunt their giving. Their inward life doesn't match their outward. And where do they flaunt it? Right in the heart of the community, in the synagogues and in the streets, where many are likely to see. So Jesus says, don't flaunt your generosity. Those who do get their reward early. Oh, and it's not much. It's rubbish. It's the empty praise of people. It's a medal. But when you give, Jesus says, don't blow your own trumpet. Instead, keep it a secret between just you and your heavenly Father. It's like he's saying, look, no one needs to know. Your Father sees what's done in the secret place. He sees the true motives behind your giving and will reward you as only he can with an eternal reward in the future. But in the present, you get the transformative power of his Holy Spirit in your life. And that's so much better than appearing spiritual. As we practice secrecy, the more purer our motives become. And we're transformed. Let's look at prayer. And whenever you pray, don't blow your own trumpet. Jesus calls those who do hypocrites. Their inward life doesn't match their outward. Everything's done for show. Those who make prayer a big deal get their reward early. Oh, and it's not much. It's rubbish. It's just the empty praise of people. It's a medal. So corporate prayer, prayer in home groups, praying with friends, they're all vital components of a life of prayer. Jesus isn't telling us to limit our prayer life to one of mere isolation. But clearly there is power, isn't there, in the secret place, the place where we pour out our heart to God in private. Some of our most heartfelt longings, our most desperate pleading goes on in this secret place, and it's a safe place. And from it, we learn that we don't need to make a show of public prayer. The one who really matters has already seen our prayer life. He's been there with us, hasn't he? And his reward is both eternal and it's transformative. 
The more we pray in secret, the more authentically prayerful we actually become as apprentices of the master. And this helps us adopt the right attitude when we go on to pray in public. As we practice secrecy, the more purer our motives become and we're transformed. Fasting. And whenever you fast, don't blow your own trumpet. Jesus calls those who do hypocrites. Their inward life doesn't match their outward. Everything's done for show. And those who make fasting a big deal get their reward early. And it's not much. It's rubbish. It's the empty praise of people. It's a medal. But when you, my apprentices, fast, wash your face, put some brill cream on, dab on the old spice, and cheer up. So that only God the Father who sees is the one who sees your efforts, the efforts that you're going to, to get his attention. It's only he who clocks your motives. And then his reward for this kind of secrecy is both eternal and transformative for today. As we practice secrecy, the more purer our motives become. And we're transformed. But Jesus isn't finished. He longs for his apprentices to understand the hold that material items, that stuff has on our souls. Don't store up the things in this life that don't last, he says. The stuff that wears out, that goes rusty, that gets nicked. But instead, make some eternal investments that don't wear out, that don't go rusty, that don't get nicked. So how do we invest then in eternity? Well, here's how. We give generously, sacrificially, and secretly. We pray fervently, faithfully, and secretly. We fast secretly in a way that for a season denies ourselves from all that gets in the way of us and God. And once we live like this, we store up eternal rewards. And crucially, we're transformed in the here and now. And what comes cascading from our hearts and our words and our deeds is kingdom-centered, eternity-driven, spirit-saturated goodness. When we give, when we pray, when we fast, in secret. The spiritual writer Dallas Willard in his book, The Spirit of the Disciplines, a great book, he writes, in the practice of secrecy, we experience a continuing relationship with God independent of the opinions of others. Secrecy, rightly practiced, enables us to place our public relations department entirely in the hands of God. How about that? God managing your own PR for you. Tonight's passage often seems a little bit strange, doesn't it, when it's thrown up against that command earlier in Matthew 5 to let your light shine before others. We might feel perhaps that we don't want to make a show of our spirituality. We don't want to shine too brightly. Well, here's the answer to that. Practicing secrecy is how we're actually to be the light of the world effectively and with purity by living for the praise of God alone not the empty, thin, unsatisfying compliments of people. When we get secrecy right, 
we shine the kingdom light that bit brighter out of us. And it's God, not us, who then decides when we'll be known for doing what is pure and holy and when our light should be noticed. So then, as we enter into Lent, let's avoid making the season solely about what we're going to abstain from for 40 days. Instead, wouldn't we do a whole lot better to ask ourselves afresh these questions? What am I like when no one else is looking? What's my prayer life really like and who is it really for? What's the motive behind my financial givings? When did I last fast and deny myself a pleasure for the sake of trying to hear God's still, small voice? What am I amassing in life? Is it the shiny stuff or the treasures of heaven? And what do I really want for all my spiritual efforts? A medal? A quick on my horn? Or a transformed soul? Let's pray. Lord God, be with us as we enter into Lent. Give us the courage to enter the secret place. And as we do, would you refine and purify our hearts so that your light can shine much, much brighter through us. Amen.